Welcome to the Gas Street Podcast. Our vision as a church is to be light for the city. We really hope you enjoy this message. Well, good morning, Gas Street Central. How are we doing? Are you doing good? Come on, Trev. Come on. Hey, good morning, everybody online. Welcome to church today. It is so good to be in the room and uh, online and in the room. My name is Tebs, and uh, I get to serve as a part of a great team here. And uh, man, I am pumped for today. You know, I'm loving this uh, collection of talks, Jesus over everything. And, uh, and I guess our heart is just, is just to talk about Jesus. Does anybody love Jesus here today? Come on, if you love Jesus, can you give me just a seven second praise? Come on. Come on, you love Jesus in the house. Come on. Hey, listen, we're going to have some fun. I'm one of those preachers that, you know, I like to have fun in church. So don't sit there quiet. You've got to talk back to me and, um, and we'll have some fun. Let's read some scriptures. Who loves the Bible? Do you bring your Bible to church? Is that still a thing? Come on, wave it at me. Come on. If you've, if you've got a real Bible, I mean, you guys are the real Christians in the house. Come on. And uh, where are my note takers at? Any note takers in the house? Listen, these are the people who are guaranteed a spot in heaven. Just, come on, just, listen, you got to take notes in church because, you know, you, you're guaranteed a spot. And uh, here's what it says in uh, Mark's Gospel, chapter 1, reading from verse 16 to 20. And then we'll get this party started. One day, Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, and he saw Simon and his brother Andrew throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Anybody fish for a living in the house today? No? It's all good. And they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little further up the shore, Jesus saw Zebedee's sons, James and John, in a boat repairing their nets. He called out to them at once, and they also followed him, leaving their father Zebedee in a boat with the hired men. Uh, part two of our series today, I want to share a few thoughts, all the note takers. This is your moment now to write down the title of my message. Um, I want to share a few thoughts using as a subject, Jesus is better. Jesus is better. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for your word. Thank you, Lord, that your word is alive, it's active, it's sharp, it's sharper than a double-edged sword. God, your word is able to get into places and spaces in our hearts and lives that perhaps nothing else can get into. Father, our prayer today is that your word would establish that which it sets out to establish. God, God, if someone needs a healing here today, God, let your word do that. Father, if somebody needs to be set free this morning, our prayer is that your word would set people free today. Father, if some of us have walked into this building feeling disconnected, feeling like we can't even engage in the worship and in what is happening here today, Father, our prayer today is that this wouldn't just be a transactional experience, but that this would be a transformative experience. That Jesus, you transform us today. Oh, that's our prayer. We love you. 
in Jesus' name. And someone said, can we thank Joe Rivers for helping me sound spiritual? Thank you, Joe. Jesus is better. I, uh, I wonder if there's, you know, if there has been a question on your mind, especially just in recent times around calling. God, what is my calling? What, what am I meant to do? What is my purpose? This week, I found myself doing what none of you guys would do here because you're all super good Christians. You know, you'd probably, you know, stick on some worship. You'd probably pray or, or, or you know, or, or open up the word of the Lord uh, when you wanna find out about calling. I, I did what none of you would do and I did a Google search. And I, I, I did a Google search on calling and I was immediately filled with stress and, and anxiety as I pulled up what Google had to say, seven signs you have found your calling, 10 ways to uncover your true calling, five questions you need to ask yourself to find your calling in life. I mean, I mean, it's exhausting. I mean, as an adult, you know, I'm 19, as some of you already know, as a 19-year-old, uh, as an adult, I just find the concept of, of calling, you know, and purpose and, and destiny, you know, what am I meant to do? I don't know, I just, I just find it, you know, quite, uh, quite overwhelming at times, and it just fills me with anxiety. And, and I wonder if, if perhaps, you know, we set up unrealistic expectations for ourselves where our calling is concerned. For these expectations often keep us from embracing that we, which we were truly uh, created for. Author and pastor, Tim Keller, he, he says this. Um, he says, everyone will be forgotten. Nothing we do will make any difference. And all good endeavors, even the best, will come to naught. Unless there is God. If the God of the Bible exists and there is a true reality between, uh, beneath and behind this one and this life is not the only life, then every good endeavor, even the simplest ones pursued in response to God's calling can matter forever. This is why I love Jesus. I love the Lord because he has the ability to take that which is daunting to us, that which at times may overwhelm us and, you know, cause us stress like calling, and, and he's able to simplify it. I love, I love the words so powerful that we've just read, come follow me. Perhaps this morning these are the greatest gift to us. Perhaps his words, come follow me, this morning the Lord thought, hey, let me bless these guys with those words. He, he has the ability to take that which is complex and, to, and, and simplify it. And maybe these words, their design is not to overwhelm you, but rather to empower you and I. Rather to give you vision, perhaps, or strategy for the season ahead, perhaps to, to provide protection in many ways. When the Lord calls out, hey, hey, you, yes, you, come follow me, perhaps, perhaps he's wanting to just provide some level of, of protection in our lives. And, you know, if I'm feeling anything in this season, I am feeling like the heat is on, not because it's hot in here, but, but, but I am feeling like the temperature is, is anybody else feeling like the temperature is a bit turned up? You know, you can wave to me, by the way, if I ask you questions. Thank you, lady. She's been really great at the encouragement, so let's just follow suit there. Uh, I, if I'm feeling feeling anything in this season, you know what? I am feeling like the heat is turned up and I recognize and I realize here's the reason and this is my message today and that is that Jesus is calling us back into discipleship again. Yeah. 
He's, he's calling us, YouTube, Facebook, he's calling us out of isolation. He's calling us off the sofa, which, you know, 10 points to you guys because you're here. He's, he's, calling us, he's calling us out of, of apathy and right back into discipleship again. And, you know, in our text that we have just read today, Mark, he, he constructed this scenario very carefully. Uh, he presents a Jesus who who doesn't work alone. In fact, right from, uh, from the start, Jesus was surrounded by a core group of disciples. Um, and you know, when Mark, Mark placed the call of the first disciples right at the beginning of Jesus's public ministry, um, because as Christian communities such as, such as his own began uh, to embrace themselves for the long haul, that's, by the way, why we are here today, because this is about, this is about the long haul. This is not a show. Like, no one is up here trying to entertain you. This is not a tick-in-the-box opportunity in your week where you've been to church and you've sung some songs and you've lifted up a hand, you've said a prayer, and you go back to your life. No, 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 this is, this, this is our life. This is every day. This is Monday. This is Tuesday. This is Thursday when you go back over your notes that you took on Sunday. This, this is our lives. We're in this for the long haul. And so it was important that there were disciples right at the beginning that were exposed to, to Jesus' teaching and his activity and his, and, his, and his preaching who had a front row seat, a firsthand uh, experience because they needed to get a sense of what Jesus saw as significant and what was important to Jesus. Hence the words, come follow me. And you know, as I've been sort of thinking and praying and sort of just listening to what the Lord wanted to encourage us with here today, I wonder if today these words, come follow me, I wonder if for some of us in the room and perhaps online, these words have become an inconvenience for some of us. I wonder if these words, you know, they sort of put us out of our way sometimes. You know, I wonder if, if come follow me no longer fits into our lifestyles. I wonder if you can cast your mind back to when these words, come follow me, first, first intrigued you, to when they first captured your faith. I wonder if, if maybe for some of you today, you're here for the first time, or maybe a friend brought you along, maybe you haven't yet made a decision to follow Jesus. I wonder if these words, come follow me, may just, may just grip you again. Maybe you've been a Christian for 20, 30 years. I wonder if, if when you hear Jesus, when you hear the call, I wonder if it's still, it still excites you. I wonder if there's still a leap in your spirit. When Jesus says, come, I mean, I, I don't know, about, I don't know what, you, what you think, but man, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. I'm fascinated by this. I wanna encourage someone here today that these words are not an interruption to our somewhat perfectly curated and, and crafted lives. These words are not an inconvenience. They are not an interruption, friends, today. These words are an invitation. They are an invitation into family, into community, into accountability, because that's what happens in the context of family and community is accountability. I know you're not gonna say amen to that word because it means you know, we're checking up on you. No one's checking up on you, okay? But, but, but this is an invitation. I, I, I hear the invitation of the Lord today. Woo! I hear the invitation of the Lord. Today, he's, 
He's inviting us to himself, an invitation back into discipleship. Oh, no, he doesn't call me. Oh, no, never. I'm too, I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too broke. I'm too whatever. Can we take a moment just to have a look at who Jesus calls? I mean, he calls Galileans. These guys, and this is significant because these guys weren't the cream of the crop. You know, I'm sorry if you're a Galilean in here today by any chance. I'm sorry. But, but these guys, you know, they weren't the cream of the crop. They weren't as smart as an, and as intellectual and as eloquent as, as, as the Jews. Uh, and, and, and I love that about Jesus because, because the instruments that he chooses to set up his kingdom are the weak and foolish things of this world. Though he doesn't need our help, it pleases the Lord to choose people like us. Ooh, that should have had at least a mmm. Though it doesn't, though he doesn't need our help, doesn't need us, but it, it gives the Lord pleasure. Come on, come on, get your head around that for a moment. To, to choose you, me, like, because you know you. <laughs> come on, come on, no one knows you better than you know you. Like, you lose it sometimes. You know, sometimes, you know, you're short-tempered. Sometimes you're short with your kids or whatever, but, but yet, but yet the grace of God this morning is, is in abundance. Woo, I see the Lord just pouring out his grace right now. Just pouring it out. Because he knows the need in the room. He knows the prayer online. He knows that which you face, that which you're going through. And I see the Lord just giving you grace for this season, grace for discipleship, grace for parenting, grace for university, grace for your job, grace for your boss. I see the Lord just giving you grace today. Why? Because he's better. Jesus is, he's better. Thank you, sir. Come on. Come follow me and I'll show you how to fish for people. I love this. Jesus doesn't reject our earthly vocation, but rather he reorientates it. He, he reorientates it. There's nothing wrong with what you do. There's nothing wrong with what you do. The question is, what is the fruit? Because if the fruit is financial gain, safety, security, stability, then we've missed it. I forget it. Why? Because Jesus cares about souls. This is about attaching purpose to what we do. Kingdom purpose, because, because that's, that's his heart. Don't, don't quit your job tomorrow morning. That's not what I'm saying. Please don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, go home, don't go home, think about it, pray later, and, and hand in your life. I mean, maybe, though, maybe that is what you need to do, but, but this is what I'm saying, you know. Whether we quit our jobs or not, a disciple's identity is no longer fisherman, tax collector, lawyer, midwife, teacher, doctor, student. Our identity is follower of Jesus. It's my identity. Don't ask me what I do, ask me who I am. Everything is through that filter, follower of Jesus. That's, that is my identity. That's what the Lord cares about. And this challenges us to resist the temptation to make our work the defining element of, of our sense of who we are. For the disciples to follow Jesus, come on, note takers, write this down. I don't see your heads going down. Come on, maybe you're listening. For, the, for, for these disciples to follow Jesus, they have to demonstrate a willingness to allow their identity, their status, their worth uh, to be placed in him. Oh, what a day. What a day when our identity, 
our status, our perception of what people think, what we think of ourselves. What a day when we, when we just place all of that in Jesus. Our worth, come on. Come on, how freeing, you know? So, you know, like, some of us, you know, we can walk in here sometimes, you know, just a little bit stiff, you know? So I understand, you got Nick, you know, Nick Herbs is here, cast your cares, like I want you to, and you're just like, How freeing if you could just bring that to the feet of Jesus and just and just park it here. You know? Just come and just, just park it here today. We're gonna pray in a moment. Oh man, I just I believe that the Holy Spirit is 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 in the place today, and we're gonna pray in a moment that the Lord would just would truly just 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 liberate us today. Because there's a freedom, there's a level of freedom that that the Lord is requiring and needs of us so that we can be mobilized. We can be mobilized in our city, in our communities, in our families. I mean, just look at this room. Look, I mean, look at, look at the gifting. This, look at the purpose, that, the opportunity that the Lord has to just attach kingdom purpose to each and every single one of us. Jesus over everything. Maybe for, maybe for you, though, like you can't quite, you know, get your head around that. You can't quite place him there yet. Well, maybe, you know, because of life. You know, maybe, maybe a divorce in your family. Maybe you've lost something in this previous season. Something or someone, and you've been trying. It's, it's not that you, you haven't been trying. You, you have been trying, but maybe right now it doesn't feel like Jesus is better. Maybe, maybe that's not your disposition as you've walked in here today. Maybe, maybe that's not your current reality that I don't know if Jesus is better. And I've just been wondering why, you know, why we struggle sometimes to, 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 to follow him, uh, because, you know, when I read that, I, I sort of was challenged, you know, like, you know, because follow me suggests that we're all following something. We're all, we're all following something, no takers, get this done, some barriers to follow, following Jesus. We struggle to follow Jesus sometimes because, because our focus at times is on physical appetites. Jesus said in John 6, don't be concerned about perishable things like food. That's tough for all the foodies in the room. I'm sorry about that. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. I am the bread of life, says Jesus. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never thirst again. The disciples didn't get it. They said in verse 60, this is very hard to understand. How, how can anyone accept it? Right after Jesus had, had fed 5,015, including the, men, the, the women and the children, um, and you know they, they couldn't see beyond the physical miracle, and my question for all of us here today is what do you have an appetite for? What is it, what is it exactly that, 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 you, that you hunger for? What do you thirst for? Because I promise you today, if you are hungry, he will fill you with his spirit. If you were thirsty today, there is, there is refreshment for you in the spirit of God. He will refresh you, and guess what? You will never thirst again. Following Jesus requires having a focus that is beyond physical appetites. We struggle with following Jesus sometimes because of the uncounted cost. Luke, in Luke 14, Jesus lays out the terms of, of discipleship. You know, there were great crowds. Great crowds, there were great crowds following him. Everyone loved the miracles. They loved the healing. They loved the free food. Come on, who doesn't love free food? <laughs> they, they, loved, they, they, they loved what was happening. They loved the action. Jesus was cool. 
Yeah, he was. He was, he was cool. He was the talk of, town, talk of the town, but he knew their hearts. He knew they desired the benefits of what he did rather than an understanding of who he was. Come on, how often do we fall into the trap of, of desiring uh, what Jesus can do for us rather than understanding who he is? It's hard for us today is that we would understand who he is. Come on, every person in the room, there, let there be an understanding from this moment on of, of who Jesus is. They love the gifts, but they struggle. They wrestled with the life that he was calling them to live. He said, anyone of you who does not renounce all that he um, has cannot be my disciple. And just a note on renouncing all. I mean, yes, it may mean you give up some things physically, for sure, but rather, more often uh, than that, it means letting go of what we possess so that what possesses us, uh, so that what we possess no longer possesses us. That's what, renounce, that's what renouncing all is about. And we struggle sometimes with following Jesus well because, you know, trusting isn't always easy. It isn't. You know, especially when we've been let down by people, you know? You know, people have walked away and they said they'd be there and, you know, you look around and, and, and they aren't, you know, like, I know what that feels like. You know, it's hard to trust, you know, and you can't put your trust in anything or anyone, let alone in Jesus. And so, and so maybe, maybe, you know, on conversation around trust, maybe that triggers something in you. And you know what? There's grace for that today. Yeah, there's grace for that today. It isn't always easy. If calling... If Jesus is calling us, let me give you some practicals. You know I'm a practical guy. You know, I like to leave you with, with something to do. If Jesus is calling us today, and, and calling us, he is. What does it look like? If he's going to be over everything, what then is our approach? Firstly, it is without delay. Here's our first stop. It's without delay. I always tell my wife, she's not here, I'm glad about that. You know, and she's just running, when we're running, she, we, when we're running a little bit late, you know, because we're a team, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she'll be here later, so I won't, I won't tell you, uh, you know, if you're here later, you won't hear this from me. But, you know, I, I always, you know, when running a little bit late, you know, at the door, you know, like I'm waiting, you know, a couple hours. Uh, you know, I always say, look, look, I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind if we're late, you know, as long as, as there's a sense of urgency, you know, you know what I mean by that? And of course, she doesn't take too lightly, with, t- take that too kindly to that, you know, I'm, I'm in trouble as soon as I say that. Yeah, I always say, as, as long as there's a sense of urgency, you know, the Bible says in verse 18, they, and they left their nets at once and followed him. Another translation says immediately. And their response was total and so immediate, you know, even before Mark had finished outlining Jesus' manifesto. But, you know, their response, you know, given their prompt response, it's likely that these guys had already been previously exposed to Jesus. They'd heard of who he was, perhaps through John the Baptist. And so this, this was decision day, you know? And, and I don't know, for some of you, certainly this morning in the room online, it's, I reckon it's decision day today. You know, you've been, you've been going around in circles but, but today's, today's decision day, it was decision day. And, and I, wonder, I wonder if the call of God over our lives, I wonder if that is quickening our responses. I wonder if, if, if when we hear Jesus, we hear, you know, some great declarations in our worship, you know, you hear, you hear a message, you hear some stuff, you know, you gotta think about it. I wonder if, if, there's, if there's a quickening in our spirits. These, these words, come follow me, so powerful. I wonder, what, what, what do they stir in you? Come on, do they stir fear or do they stir faith? 
I want to prophesy today over each and every single one of us, faith over fear. Faith over fear. Come on, there's too much fear that's holding us back. But I'm declaring today over, every, come on, who needs that? Come on, faith, faith over fear. Come on, come on. Yeah, come on. Faith over fear. Just receive that. Faith over fear. I'm mad at the enemy for that because, because you don't deserve that. Some of you have got dreams on your heart, but you know what? Today, something is gonna be ignited in you. The Spirit of the Lord is here today and I'm just believing that you, I just, I, I'm just believing that it, Fear is just going to leave you because you're going to surrender it. We have to. Faith, faith over fear, these words, these words um, uh, should quicken our, our response. They should quicken us to faith, quicken us to prayer, to worship, to repentance, to forgiving, to forgiving others, to surrender to the feet of Jesus without delay. Without delay. How about the worship team come up and help me wrap this up? Play something, I don't know, by Justin Bieber, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Mama don't like you, she likes... No, don't stop, don't stop me. <laughs> you gotta laugh a little bit in church, right? Like, church got me serious. Yeah, you gotta have a, yeah, a, bit, of a, a bit of a laugh. Listen, without delay, let me give you, let me give you the second point, sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, following Jesus, what does it look like? Well, it looks like leaving some things behind. Bye-bye. Na, 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 na. Do you know the song? Na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. For <laughs> you guys sound awesome. Yeah, you do. You sound awesome. Uh, yeah, you can, you can whack that up. Bye-bye. That didn't cry. There it is. Bye-bye. That's what it looks like. <laughs> this, is what, this is what following Jesus looks like. It looks like leaving some things behind. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little further up, Jesus saw Zebedee's sons, James and John, in a boat repairing the nets. He called them at once and they also followed him, leaving their father Zebedee in a boat with the hired men. For these guys, it wasn't just their nets that they left behind. They left behind a named father, Zebedee. They left behind property, a boat, they left behind an entire enterprise. That's what it was for them, but what is it for you? What do you need to bring to this altar in about six, five and a half minutes time? And, and, just, and just drop. What is it that you need to write down and maybe just symbolically just come and just, and just leave it at the feet of Jesus? Have you walked into this building today carrying something? Have you logged on to online church today just with heaviness on your heart? What is it that is hindering discipleship? The enemy only wants to hinder discipleship. Just wants to form a chasm, just to, just to keep just a wide divide between, between you and Jesus. But I'm here today to break that. Oh, I'm just, I'm excited about it because, because I, just, I just see today just, you know, there's a murmur. You know, God is, God is, God is doing something, but, but what is it that you need to, to leave behind? Is it, is it a hardened heart? You know, you know, things, you know, life, you know, life happens, you know, sometimes, you know, and, and you know, our hearts are just hardened and, and, you know, you know, we, we struggle to respond and to engage, you know, because, because our hearts sometimes get hardened, but you know what the Spirit of the Lord wants to do today? He wants to soften your heart, sir. Yeah, he does. And soften your heart, is it, is it? Is it guilt that you need to come and drop? 
Is it fear? Is it, is it control? Oh, come on. Some of us need to come and just drop control today. Is it pressure? Is it secret sin that nobody knows about that you're struggling with? Maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's something physical. Maybe you, got a, maybe you got a bag of weed in your pocket. Yeah, maybe, maybe a bag of, of cocaine. Listen, don't go quiet on me because I know some of you live in the suburbs. B15, B17, B26, this is B1. You only have to have a few conversations with people to understand that people have different coping mechanisms. And is this not the church where people can come with addiction and we can pray and believe for the power of God to break that? So if you've got something in your pocket, maybe you need to come and drop it. I mean, I live here. This, this is my city. And there is, there is addiction in our city. And we're for counseling. We're for rehab. Absolutely. But we know the name of Jesus. And at the mention of, of the name of Jesus, sickness has to bow down. Addiction has to bow down. And the Lord today wants to set some people free. Come on. I'm not messing around. <laughs> I know we're having a little bit of a... Listen. The Spirit of God is in the room today. What is our approach? Lastly, let's do so without looking back. Come on, let's come, let's come to Jesus today without looking back. Jesus said to his disciples in Matthew 16, 24 to 26, if any of you wanna be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what would you benefit to, if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? Serious question now. Is anything worth more than your soul? Is anything today worth more then your soul, this is not about losing your life. This is about finding your life. This is about gaining life. Listen, people spend their lives trying to find life. I've been there. I know what it, I know what it is to spend your life, you know, you know, just doing all sorts, thinking that you're gonna find fulfillment, that you're gonna find this thing that you search for and you don't find it. Surprise. But there's one place, Jesus. In the gospel, we read of Jesus who gave up his life so that we might have eternal life. He carried his cross and was nailed to that cross for you, for me. Oh, this is, this is good news. Our lives are found when we respond to the call. That's when we find life, when we say yes. When we, when we respond to the call, Disciples carry, a, carry their cross, exemplified in Jesus. Not, what, not my will, but your will be done. Listen, do me a favor. From today, don't look back. Don't look back. Why? Because Jesus is better. He's better. Look ahead. My message today, if you, if you forget everything I've said, here's my message today, and it's simple. Jesus is better. He's better than sin. He's better than lustful pleasures. He's better than the idols that we create. He's better than instant gratification. He's better than unforgiveness. He's better than jealousy. Jesus is better than the addiction. 
He's better, so cast down your nets, Gastry. Cast down your nets. Get out of the boat and come to Jesus. Why? Because Come on, stand to your feet. Bow your heads, close your eyes. Let's, let's start here. Let's start by inviting those today who need to make a decision for Jesus. In a room like this, there will be, there will be a few. There'll be a few who have been distant from God. But praise God for His Word because it's, it's designed to, to bring life to set us free, to cause that which is dead in us to come alive. So if you're in the room, if you're online and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, maybe you've walked away. Maybe you need to pray this prayer for the first time or maybe for the seventh time, it doesn't matter. But this is an opportunity for you to to respond to the call and to say yes to Jesus. Why? Because he's better. So I'm gonna say a simple prayer and I'd love you to help me pray this prayer just very quietly, but just out aloud, just so I can hear you. Um, and help anyone else who's praying this prayer because there'll be people in the room, there'll be people online who, who really need to pray this prayer and for them, it's a line in the sand moment. So if this is not for you, don't worry, but, you, but we can encourage the rest. So, so come on, repeat after me. Uh, thank you, God, for loving me before I ever loved you. Come on, a little louder. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. Thank you that you know me and love me completely. I know I have made mistakes and now I ask for your total forgiveness. I turn away from everything I know is wrong. Today I choose to put my faith in you and say yes to following you. Please come into my life and fill me with your Holy Spirit now. Amen. Come on, just close your eyes. Let's give these people privacy. Um, if, if, if that's you, you're saying yes to Jesus today, you prayed that prayer, that was for you. You know in your heart of hearts, you know, that, yeah, I, I, need, to, I need to come to Jesus today. At the count of three, just slip your hand in the air. Let me know if that's you. And I won't embarrass you, I won't call you out, but it's just good to sometimes acknowledge. So just lift it high and leave it up until I've counted you, okay? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. We're gonna be here all day, 22. Yeah, awesome, great decision. Come on. Anyone on this side, you're saying yes to Jesus? Yeah, awesome, hey, awesome. I can't see you, but I can see your hand. Brave decision there, love that. 24, anyone else saying yes to Jesus today? That's amazing, can we thank Jesus? 24 people saying yes to Jesus. That's awesome. If there's anyone else, just, just give me a wave. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Lord. Fill these people with your spirit today. Thank you that you're igniting something in them that is powerful, that is fresh. Got one minute left. Got one minute left for God to move. I mean, do we give God a minute? Hey, who needs to drop some stuff today? Come on, you, you need a fresh touch. Okay, I'm gonna count to three and, and just don't all come down here, right? Because, because we're just like, like you know, you know if you've, got, if you've walked in here today with any of those things I just list, listed off and, and, and you, need, you need to just come and just lift your hands. You need a fresh touch from heaven. Spirit of God is here. We're gonna pray. Some people will come and pray as well. But we're gonna sing this bridge. And as we sing, I want you to just, to just make your way quickly. You know, we respond without delay. Remember, like come quickly. Don't come casually. 
We've got to come boldly to the throne of God. So at the count of three, as we sing, come down quick. You need, you need a fresh touch of heaven. One, two, three. Come quick. Come, come, come. Just come right to the front. Just come. When you get here, lift your hands. Thank you, Lord. Just come quick. Come quick. That's awesome. Just come. Just come. Thank you, Lord. We won't lay hands on you. Don't worry. We'll pray at a distance. Come on. Let's just sing a little bit. Thank you, Lord. Just keep coming. Come step into the aisle if you need to. Just move. Okay, remember I said, you remember I said this is not a show. So let's stretch out our hands towards these people. Let's all pray. Let the church pray. Let the church pray right now. Spirit of God is here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Just, yeah, just keep that. Keep that. Keep that murmur. Thank you, Lord. Just keep that. Thank you, Lord. Just pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Just fill these people right now with your spirit. God, this is brave. This is brave to step out and to come and drop fear, anxiety, guilt, pain, sin, whatever it is. Father, I pray as they've stepped out right now, just fill them with your spirit. Come on, the church is praying right now. If you pray in tongues, this is the opportunity. Online, online, you too. We haven't forgotten you. Come on, pray with us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Just fill right now. Thank you, Lord, for Anthony. God, just touch him right now. Just touch this man. Touch him right now, God, with your spirit, with your power. Ignite something in him once again. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Anthony, bro, I just, the Lord is just reigniting a flame in you. Once again, a passion that burns for him. Once again, reigniting in the name of Jesus. Just touch him, Lord, right now. Just fill him. There's just a hunger in you, a deep, a deep hunger in you, and God is just meeting that right now. Come on, you haven't stepped out in a while. The Lord would say, come on, this, this, is, a, this is a great first step. The Lord says, move, go, have no fear. Faith over fear in the name of Jesus. Faith over fear. Faith over fear. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Touch this man, Lord, right now. Holy Spirit. Hey, sir, what's your name? Hey. Hey, sir, sorry. What's your name? Jackson. 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 Ah, you're a good man, Jackson. Just stretch your hands towards heaven. Come on. Come on, let the Lord just fill you right now with his spirit. Thank you, Lord, for Jackson. Father, I just, Father, just, just, just bring your spirit right now just to fill him, that which he's carrying today. Father, maybe for years, Jackson, you've been carrying this thing for years, but, but this is freedom day for you today in the name of Jesus. Just receive that right now. Free in the name of Jesus, God. Anything that has been passed down that he's been carrying, maybe his family's carrying. I just see your family, Jackson. I don't know anything about you. But I just see your family just coming to the realization and the knowledge of who Jesus is. Not what he does, but who he is. Because that's where the secret source is. Come on, that's where the strength, it's in who Jesus is. So you're a good man, Jackson. Come on, be encouraged today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hello, sir. What's your name? Nick. Nick. Come on, Nick. Stretch out your hands, Nick, towards heaven. Thank you, Lord, for Nick. Thank you, Father. Father, only you know Nick's story. Maybe a few others, but, but God, you know, and, and Nick, the Lord is just smiling. He's just smiling over you. He's just smiling over you. He just says, listen, yeah, hand it over. You've done the right thing today. And also, you're doing the right thing. 
I feel like maybe when there's, when you're, you've been questioning a few things and, and I, just, I just feel the encouragement of the Lord and, and the affirmation and the confirmation of the Lord saying you're doing the right thing, you're in the right place, you're the right man, no one else, you're the man. You're the man, you're the one he's called, he's appointed for such a time as this. And so walk in that, walk in that confidence in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Are you guys still praying or are you watching? Come on, come on, just 30 more seconds. Thank you, Lord. Just fill these guys with your spirit. Jesus' name. For anyone else who just needs to drop something, God, I just pray for them right now. Just minister. Come, Holy Spirit, minister right now. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Come on, let's sing. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. If you want to find out more, visit our website, gastric.org, or follow us on Instagram at Gastric Church. 